It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Glory to God.
thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Worthy is the Lamb. Glory to God. That Lamb which was slain. Hallelujah. For the sins of this world. Glory to God. For the sin of this world. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We thank Him. We thank Him. We praise Him. Glory to God. But at midnight... Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We give him praise. Hallelujah. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the prison doors were open, and everyone's chains were loose. And the keeper of the prison, awaken from sleep and seeing the prison doors open, supposing the prisoners had fled, drew his sword and was about to kill himself. But Paul called with a loud voice, saying, Do yourself no harm, for we are all here. Then he called for a light, ran in and fell, hallelujah, down trembling before Paul and Silas. And he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? So they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes. And immediately he and his family were baptized. Now when he had brought them um, into his house, he set food before them and rejoiced, having believed in God with all his household. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I just want to thank you for another midnight, O oh God. I want to thank you, O oh God, for giving us the opportunity to be here in your presence. God, we understand that in your presence there is fullness of joy. And at your right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Hallelujah. So we thank you, O oh God. Hallelujah. Oh, God, for being with us tonight. And God, even as I come before you, I ask, oh, God, that you will search me. I ask, oh, God, that you will try me. See if there be some wicked ways in me. If there's anything at all, King of Glory, in my life that is not pleasing to you tonight, I repent. I repent of all my known sins and my unknown sins. I am asking, oh, God, for your washing tonight, your cleansing. So whatever I do tonight, hallelujah, will be done to your glory. Hallelujah. And from a clean and a pure heart. Mighty God of Daniel tonight. Oh God, I give this service over into your hands. I dedicate the service to you. I consecrate it to you, oh God. I am asking you, oh God, hallelujah, to have your will and to have your way. Hallelujah. Lord God Almighty, let self be crucified tonight. Makoshan. And God, I am praying that as on the day of 
Pentecost, oh God, hallelujah, when they were gathered together, oh God, hallelujah, oh God, on one accord, hallelujah, my God, the Holy Spirit showed up and showed out, hallelujah, God Almighty, let there be another Pentecostal experience, oh God, in our circumstances tonight, uh, in the name of Jesus, Father, you know each and every person that you've brought on the line tonight. God, you know the reason, hallelujah, hallelujah, why you kept them up, oh God, why you sent the invitation for them to meet with you here, Maseke, to meet with you here tonight. And I'm asking, oh God, hallelujah, that you will do tonight only what you can do, Maseke, mighty God of Daniel, I am asking you, oh God, to turn things around on behalf of your children tonight, hallelujah. God, wherever there's a need or a lack tonight, I'm asking you, King of glory, hallelujah, to move, oh God, on our behalf in the name of Jesus. God Almighty, Yamakoshata, I thank you, oh God, hallelujah, for your presence, oh God. I feel the presence of your anointing on this line even now, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So I'm asking you to have your will and to have your way in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God, I place your servant, oh God, hallelujah. Dr. Raymond Finlater, whom you have ordained to speak tonight, hallelujah. I place him before you, oh God. I'm asking you, oh God, hallelujah, oh God, to have your way in and through your servant tonight in the name of Jesus. I am asking you, oh God, to use him tonight until you use him up in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Mm. Father, I thank you. Father, I praise you. I worship you and I adore you, O God. I thank you for this night. I thank you, O God, for what you've done thus far and for what you're about to do. Father, I pray in the only name that I know how to, O God, the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Now, God, I dedicate the service to you. Hallelujah. I consecrate it to you, O God. Hallelujah. Father, let your will be done tonight. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We bless his name. We bless his name. We bless his name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.
Hallelujah. Is there, is there anybody on the line tonight, slash this morning, that's desperate for our Abba Father? You are desperate for Him. Amen. Just turn Hallelujah. up your hearts. Hallelujah. And let him know how desperate you are for him. Invite him to come and sit and sup with you tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Don't allow tonight to be another ordinary night for you. But tonight, have a, 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 a personal, a personal hallelujah, Hallelujah. Touch from our Abba Father. Let this be your moment. Glory to God. Hallelujah. When it doesn't matter who's listening in on the prayer line with you tonight, but you know that tonight it's all about you and your Abba Father. Hallelujah. And you need a personal experience with him tonight. Let this be that night. Glory to God. Where you can receive from him all that you so desire let him know how much you love him let him know how desperate you are for him glory to God remember what Paul and Silas did they prayed and they praised hallelujah and he showed up let him show up in your situations tonight let him show up in your circumstances tonight. Glory to God. Reach out hallelujah. to him and worship tonight. Oh, Let him know, God. hallelujah, that you're desperate for him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want to take this opportunity, take this time to welcome each and every one of you, glory to God, to our Friday night at midnight. Hallelujah. It's our midnight fire on the wire, midnight explosion. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And tonight is part two, continuation from last Friday night. Hallelujah. Glory to God with Dr. Raymond Finlater. We thank God. Amen. We thank God. And we thank God for Elder June Malcolm. Glory to God. Elder June Malcolm was scheduled to speak tonight, but hallelujah, she wanted to get the balance of that message. Glory to God. And so she gave up her seat. Hallelujah to Dr. Finlater. That's, that's ministry right there, folks. That's ministry. That's ministry, glory to God. So we thank God for our very own Elder June Malcolm, glory to God. And we thank God that Dr. Raymond Finlater said yes to come and continue this message. Uh, glory to God. Um, Dr. Raymond Finlater, please keep in mind that um, next month, which is um, starting next week, glory to God, um, we, have, um, we have our men's revival. And, sir, um, you know, I will need you to close off, sir. Glory to God. We praise you, Jesus. Um, welcome, 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 welcome to each and every one of you. Um, if this is your very first time on the line, my name is Pastor Maureen Chen Daly. I am the servant here. Glory to God. We started this ministry almost 11 years ago. Next month on um, the 11th, the 11th of September, uh, glory to God. We, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, the 18th of September, uh, glory to God. 11th of September, I celebrate an anniversary, glory to God. The eight, Another anniversary this 
the 18th of September, we will celebrate 11 years in ministry. Amen. We started here, uh, glory to God, Friday night at midnight praying, and God just expanded the, the, the ministry to nine services per week now. Glory to God. We're here every Friday night at midnight. Amen. Hallelujah. And all the times are in Eastern Standard Time. Um, we're here Saturdays at noon, 12 noon, with Minister Monica Little. Um, glory to God for noonday inspiration and prayer. Hallelujah. We have our combined men and women um, meeting tomorrow at church. So I will not be here, but I will be here in spirit. Amen. And if I can sneak a listen in to I will, I will get on to talk, sh- uh, get on to um, blo- um, Skype and listen in if I can. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Um, Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come on back and hear a word from the Lord. Amen. God has been speaking to us. Hallelujah. And come and hear what he has to say to us this coming Sunday night. Um, Glory be to his holy name. Um, Also, hallelujah, we give God thanks for Mondays at noon, 12 noon, with Prophet Bob Propri. Hallelujah. Uh, With the Prophet's Corner. Come and hear a word from the Lord. We come back Monday nights at 9 p.m. Amen. For Bible study and intercessory prayer meeting with uh, Minister LaShawna Burton and our teacher, Elder June Malcolm. Thank you, Jesus. Tuesday night, hallelujah. And this past Tuesday and Wednesday night, we had our first children and youth conference. And boy, we had an awesome, 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 awesome two days. Glory to God with the children and the young people. I'm telling you, folks, God is blessed Simple Words Ministry with some wonderful young people. Amen. And, and children. Hallelujah. If you missed it, it Amen. is recorded on TalkShoe, so you can go to TalkShoe and listen to the messages um, on Tuesday night and, and um, Wednesday night and the singing and the exhortation and the testimony. You know, um, you can listen. Uh, glory to God. God truly had his way with through our young people, and we just thank God for them. Amen. We thank God. Um, this coming Tuesday night, we're back to regular scheduled programming at 9 p.m. Amen. Join us at 9 p.m. as we continue with Jeremiah Generation. Amen. With Minister Kamisha Williams all the way from the island of Jamaica. We thank God for her. We thank God for her, for the, for her ministry. Amen. Uh, Wednesday morning at 7.14 a.m. Standing in the Gap Intercessory Prayer Meeting. Glory to God. We come back Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Um, for our Wednesday night celebration and testimony service Thursday night at 9 we're walking through the word and we're back next um, next Friday night at midnight amen glory to God for midnight fire on the wire glory to God at this time glory to God, I just know I just noticed the time um, we're far spent so I am going to quickly um, say a word of prayer and the next voice that you hear will be that of our speaker none other than Dr. Raymond later. Father, I thank you. I praise you. I glorify you once more, O God. I thank you for washing me and cleansing me from all unrighteousness. God, I place your servant, Dr. Raymond Finlater, on Dr. Reverend Raymond Finlater. 
on the altar before you, O oh God. Hallelujah. O oh God, your servant whom you have called to be an apostle, O oh God, for such a time as this, O oh God. Lord God Almighty, I am asking that you will take the call from your altar and touch his lips, O oh God, and cause him, O oh God, to speak, O oh God, as your oracle tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God Almighty, I'm asking that you'll release, O oh God, your angels to stand guard over him. Hallelujah. O oh God, even now, stand guard over his household his wife, oh God, everything pertaining to him in the mighty name of Jesus. Let there be a comprehensive blood coverage, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, as he gets ready to, oh God, to bring forth your word tonight, I thank you, oh God, that you've anointed him afresh from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, King of glory. And God, I'm asking that you will touch the ears of every hearer on the line tonight, oh God, that we will hear what thus says the Lord through your servant, Dr. Finn, later in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you honor, O oh God, for your servant. We give you praise, O oh God. Hallelujah. And we thank you for releasing him, O oh God, to come and minister to us once more tonight. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. At this time, it gives me great pleasure to introduce the summon to present to others, none other than our very own, the author, glory to God, hallelujah, of Victory Through Surrender, available on Amazon com and many other online bookstores, whichever ones you use, just look for um, Dr. Uh, Raymond Finlater, Victory Through Surrender. Pick up a copy. Amen. Glory to God. Be a blessing right. to this ministry. God bless you. Dr. Finlater, hallelujah. The floor is yours. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's been a privilege to speak in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't think there's any greater work to be done than to uh, profess Jesus Christ to, to others about Jesus, to preach the gospel of Jesus. Hallelujah. We get on the line here at midnight with the great uh, pastor, uh, Dr. Moraine Chen Daly. God bless you. to you. I missed you the other day. And I don't know whether you know it or not. I think I've said it enough times that, uh, Pastor Marine, you are one of my great mentors. And God bless you, sir. Likewise, likewise, sir. Than you, but let me tell you, when when I see someone who is so deep in the spirit as you are, who relies on Jesus Christ, who lives by faith, Amen. Look up to you, and so I just want to say, God bless you, man. God bless you, sir. God bless you. I'm Collington Daly. Bless him. I haven't heard him in a while, but I know he's busy with you doing ministry. So God. Yes, bless sir. Him. Yes, sir. You'll you'll hear him in the men's conference. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Doctors uh, Benjamin and Angela Rucker. God bless them. I know they were overseas in Uganda, I believe. And yes. Uh, may God bless them on their many more trips that I know they'll go on. Amen. Well, I haven't heard him tonight, but wherever he is, God bless you, sir. Uh, I think it's evangelist or prophetess or apostle, Nyoka Walker. She did such an excellent job last week. God Amen. Amen. And uh, evangelist, I believe, uh, Miracle Holder. I can never remember all that name. but Monica. It's a Monica Holder. I, my Facebook work that I do. And saying some very nice things, and I just 
pray that God would bless you in your ministry too, man. Amen. I don't know if he's around. He's probably asleep by now, but he's such a wonderful work. Very loved man of God, he and his wife. May God bless them. And, of course, Elder June Malcolm for requesting that I do this again. You know, at first uh, it was kind of trembling. I threw it out there that what I did last week was a part of of what I see as a, an inexhaustible uh, uh, word. I mean, you cannot uh, completely preach this word because ongoing. You know, when you talk about the mind of Christ, you know, who can know it, really? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We strive to know God. We strive to live according to his word. We strive to pray like Jesus prayed. We strive to have compassion like Jesus had compassion. Uh, we strive, really, to walk in meekness and, and humility like Jesus did. And so once we, over time, develop, these uh, what I call characteristics of Christ, then we can say, you know, we're walking in the mind of Christ. And so we may never get 100% to where we want to be. And, you know, maybe in glory, <laughs> in glory, we'll, we'll see what it, it's all about. Uh, Paul says that we see as through a dark uh, glass darkly. So we don't see everything and we don't know everything. But by the grace of God, we want to live according to the leading of the Holy Spirit. The Bible Amen. Says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And uh, the mind of Christ is uh, something that we ought to strive for. Um, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I want to preach this message the way the Lord gave it to me. But before I go into I, a song came to my mind before the program started, and I looked it up, put it on my phone, and it says, what a wonderful change in my life has been wrought since Jesus came Jesus into my heart. Jesus into my heart. In my soul for which long I have sought since Jesus came into my heart. Let me repeat that. What a wonderful change. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. You see, when we Jesus Christ, there must be a change. Hallelujah. Then come to Jesus Christ and still live the same old way, still follow the same old path. Ah, hallelujah. There must be something going on in our heart. And when we talk about our heart, we're talking about that innermost being, that part within the mind. Hallelujah. Because any changes that take place uh, must be a change in our changes in our mind. Uh, we must be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Let me continue with this song because I like that. I have light in my soul. Hallelujah. When that truth of God hits us, it brings light. That word of God is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path for which long I have sought. We want to see where we are going. We want to know, hallelujah, that we are being led by God, by His Spirit. And the, the refrain says, since Jesus came into my heart, since Jesus came into my heart, floods of joy o'er my soul, like the sea billows roll, since Jesus came into my heart. Ah, uh, you can't have the mind of Christ if, in fact, you have not accepted his finished work on the cross. Uh, and that's what we mean when we say, since Jesus came into our heart, the spirit of Christ 
must dwell in us. Hallelujah. This is, I, I like these old hymns, you know, because they're so... I like them. Many people want to do uh, all the contemporary stuff, and, and there are some good, very good contemporary songs out there, but I like these. You know, I have ceased from my wandering and going astray since Jesus came into my heart, and my sins, which were many, are all washed away mm-hmm. since Jesus came into my heart. Hallelujah. Hope that is steadfast and sure since Jesus came into my heart. My heart. Dark clouds of doubt. Now my pathway obscure. Hallelujah. Since Jesus came into my heart. There's a light in the valley of death now for me. Since Jesus came into my heart. You see, Jesus took the keys of of hell and death. Hallelujah. And so, you know, we can walk knowing full well that we're not hidden anymore in this darkness. Uh, we are now children of light. Hallelujah. Yes. No dark clouds of doubt. Now my pathway obscure. We don't walk in darkness and we don't walk in doubt. We walk by faith now. Thank you. Not by sight. In the valley of death. Now for me. Since Jesus came into my heart. And the gates of Beyond I can see, hallelujah, hallelujah, the men and women, the great men of faith and women of faith before us, uh, they search for a city that's not made with hands, hallelujah. Uh, Since Jesus came into my heart, I look for that heavenly city now, hallelujah. I shall go there to dwell in that city I know, since Jesus came into my heart, and I am happy, so happy, as onward I go, since Jesus came into my heart. I thank God for Jesus. I thank God for the saving blood. I thank you, Jesus, for your goodness and mercy. I thank you, O God, that you... Bless him, Lord. ...leave your glory up in heaven and came down, hallelujah, and be a man, took on sin, became sin, hallelujah, for my sake, Lord, that I might live. I thank you. Thank you that not only did you die, but you rose from... Thank you, Lord. Right now, God, and I thank you, Holy Spirit, for this opportunity to speak in your name. I pray, oh God, as a woman of God, pray that I'll move and, and say and do whatever you have me say and do, Lord, uh, as the articles of God in the name of Jesus. So, Lord, let it not be me. Let no flesh glory in your presence. Uh, for God, outside of you, I can do nothing. Mm. But with God, uh, Jesus, uh, things all things are possible. God, to touch each and every one on this line tonight, Lord. Let your word go forth with Holy Ghost power. Let it go forth, Lord, with clarity. Help me, O oh God, speak with boldness, Lord God. Yeah. Much Lord, as I humble myself on your mighty hand, tell me you see. Bless your people today, God. Lift them up, Lord. Let someone be edified tonight. Let someone be saved, healed, delivered, set free. In the precious, mighty name of Jesus. And so, Father God, by your spirit, Lord, do and say whatever you want to do, Lord. Yes. And just and tonight, Lord, I won't stand in your way, Holy Spirit. Have yes. your way. In Have Jesus. your way, Lord. Amen. Lord. Lord. Have your way. You know, 
it's amazing when we read the word of God in Matthew 7 and 21, which says, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he uh-huh. does the will of my Father which is in heaven. And he will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have we cast out devils? And in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. I pray tonight in the name of Jesus that no one yeah. under the sound voice will ever hear those words. Yes. Because we want to hear these words. Well done, good and faithful. And that's what my prayer is, that when I stand before the true and living God, that I'll, I'll hear, well done, good and faithful, and faithful servant. Get to this point, though. Is it possible to spend many years uh, living so-called a Christian life uh, and still end up lost, uh, still end oh. up told that we've been rejected? Uh, I do believe that in the church today, as I said last week, uh, we are on a most dangerous path in many areas. Uh, uh, there is the potential for folk uh, to be in church for 10, 20, 30 years uh, and still end up lost. Uh, I do believe that it is incumbent upon the men of God who are teaching and preaching and studying the Word of God uh, to present uh, the truth of the Word of God uh, to each and every individual sitting in those pews uh, because it is the word uh, that is going to be light unto them. It is word that is spirit and life. It is the word of God that will prepare us for what we have to do in this life. Uh, It is the word of God that will take us where we want to go. It is the word of God that will build faith inside of us. Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. So we need men and women of God uh, in the pulpits, uh, uh, Sunday school teachers, everybody, to start teaching this word of God. Uh, We need in the church today to develop the mind of Christ. And, you know, uh, like I said before, uh, there are folk around and I did it at one time and I pray to God I never go back to that where I had one foot in and one foot out. I figured that I could do what I wanted to do throughout the week and then the first day of the week I would go into church and and, and act holy and look the part and then you know just go back and do whatever I wanted to do. God forbid that that's going on right now with anyone on the line but it's still going on in our churches today. We have people who are, can't wait for Friday night and Saturday to go out and party and do whatever they want to do and, uh, and pick it up like it's cold or whatever and still go to church on Sunday morning, raise hands and sing hallelujah. Uh, that will not work. We cannot be hypocrites any longer. We need to have the mind of Christ. And so, you know, as I prepared, as I told the people last week, uh, when I prepared this word, I looked at all that was going on. I mean, it it weighed heavily on me, all that's happening in the world today. And, you know, I I shudder at the thought of Christians uh, living in a time such as this and, and not realizing that the coming of the Lord is near and that we ought to live a life that will bring glory to his name. Uh, yes. Live a life that will help to draw others 
to the true and living God. If we live in the church like the devil, how can we expect to cast the devil out of people? Uh, it just does not make any sense. Uh, I don't know where the Holy Spirit is going with this tonight because it's a little different from the way I started last time, but I have to give you a little summary of what we did before I can conclude this message. And like I said before, I'll probably never be able to conclude this message because the mind of Christ is an ongoing thing. You have never really yes. arrived. None of us will ever truly arrive at ever. perfection. I so believe that uh, we ought to, as On. children of the Most High God, to spend the time to do whatever it takes to operate in the mind of Christ. Now, somebody will say that, well, the blood of Jesus has done the work and it is finished. He said it is finished on the cross. But I will remind someone that with, without faith without works is dead. Yeah. And so we have to live a certain way. Hallelujah. We have to walk in true holiness and righteousness. Many people don't understand it takes great faith to live in today's world. It takes great faith to walk holy today. Ah, there are so many things bombarding us from the east, from the west, from the north, from the south. Ah, let me tell you something. Uh, if we don't stay in the word, if we don't strive to stand up for Jesus Christ, we'll fall by the wayside. And so let this mind, Philippians 2, 5, 11. Uh, where we started last week. It says, let this mind be in you, which was yes. also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant. Let me start again. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. In other words, Hallelujah. We need clean hands and a pure heart. Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> Who being in the form of God. Hallelujah. Uh, remember now, he was fully man and fully God. <laughs> but mm -hmm. he thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. Today, we want to be celebrities. Today, we want the riches of this world. Today, we want people to bow down to us. If they don't call us by her proper title, we get upset. Hallelujah. Uh -huh. Jesus made himself of no reputation. Hallelujah. And took upon himself the form of a servant. Hallelujah. Everybody wants to be the head cook and bottle washer, as the old people oh. used to say. We want to be the chief. We want to be the one that everybody uh, uh, bows down to. Uh, if we are not recognized, we get upset. Uh, but here we are. We're talking about the form of a slave, uh, a bondservant, hallelujah, and was made in the likeness of men. Uh, think about it, folk. Uh, God, hallelujah, in all his glory, gave up all of that and came down uh, and became a man. Uh, and not only a man, but uh, to wallow in sin like we did. Uh, he did not sin personally, but to become a man means that, uh, hallelujah. You're participating in this sin nature. You have this sin nature inside of you. Because Thank if you recall, God. God says that he was tempted in all manner, like we all have been, but he without sin. Hallelujah. And so he became a man. And eight says, and being found in fashion as a man, 
he humbled himself and became obedient unto death. Hallelujah. He death. asked the Lord to take it away from him. But when he recognized that destiny was inevitable, hallelujah, he said, not my will, but thy will be done. We need some the church uh, that come hell or high water will say, not my will, but thy will be done. Hallelujah. Even the death of the cross, uh, it's a shameful death. Uh, it's the death of a criminal. It's the death of an outcast. It's the death that takes place outside of the city walls. Uh, hallelujah. Where people look upon you with pity or they cast aspersions on you. Ah, you must be a sinful, wicked person to die like that. Only criminals end up like that. Uh, uh, the God of heaven uh, who came down, uh, gave up his glory, and became a man, uh, oh, went and took all our shame upon himself. Uh, wherefore, God hath highly exalted him. Uh, I don't know if anybody was listening when I prayed earlier. I said, I submit, I humble myself under the mighty hand of God, that he'll exalt me in due time. Uh, many of us, we want all the fame and the glory. We want to be on the top. But we don't understand that the way to the top starts right there on bended knees in humility before the true and living God. Hallelujah. And so Jesus humbled himself. Hallelujah. Ah, he came down. He became a man. Hallelujah. Wherefore, God has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. Hallelujah. That had the name of Jesus. Every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth uh, and things under the earth uh, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Somebody should say hallelujah at this point. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are talking about Jesus Christ, uh, the King of glory, who came down uh, and died for us. Uh, uh, he paid the price, hallelujah, uh, for a debt he did not owe, hallelujah. He took all our sins upon himself, uh, uh, giving, up, giving up his throne in heaven, dying so that we might live. Uh, my word to you today is let this man be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Uh, if I had to give a subject, that would be my subject tonight. Let this man be in you. Uh, last week we said at the onset, uh, hallelujah, uh, we should always give credit to our sources, and I've done an exhaustive study on this subject, and uh, that's when I discovered that there's no end to it. Because if you read 20 people, they all have different ways of coming uh, with the mind of Christ, and some people will get into the, the, uh, the, the, the wisdom of, of Christ, and I read one person where they talk about the, um, the, the seven-fold spirit of God, and, and, and I mean, it just goes on and on and on, but I want to humble myself tonight and just give credit to all those people that I've read. Uh, I've taken some things and thrown out certain things, uh, but in the end, I know God will get the glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, the main point that we, we put forth last time was, where did the term mind of Christ originate? In other words, what is the mind of Christ? And um, uh, what are the perspectives and or values that matter to Christ? How do we develop the mind of Christ? And I'm going over these points again simply because when I checked with uh, Talk Shoe 
uh, whatever to get, get the recording. I found out that it was not recorded. Uh, it stopped during the prayer of, uh, I think it was uh, Evangelist uh, Swap last time. Now, I don't know if anybody else uh, got it on Talk Show Radio, but I couldn't. And so I'm just going to go over a few of these, these points before I get to uh, actually how we develop this mind of Christ. Hallelujah. And so the phrase mind of Christ or mind of the Lord came from Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 13. Who has understood the mind of the Lord or instructed him as his counselor? And, and that's where the mind of the Lord first was introduced. And in the King James Version, it says, who has directed the spirit of the Lord or being his counselor had taught him? Uh, in 1 Corinthians uh, 2 and 16, the word of God says, for who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? And then the Apostle Paul goes on to say, uh, and let me read that again, but we have the mind of Christ. That's the second part of, of 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 16. Now, having the mind of Christ means we look at life from our Savior's point of view. Now, later on, I'm going to talk a little bit more about this, where it says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You see, when your mind is not renewed, you see things from their perspective, from a fleshly perspective, from the world's perspective. I hear a lot of people now, uh, if you look at Facebook, there are Christians now who are so uh, engrossed in, uh, in uh, the Donald Trump and uh, uh, the Clinton thing going on right there, and, and people are cursing out each other, and people are taking sides and all that. But you see, when you have the mind of Christ, you understand that God will put one up, and he will take one down. And so whatever happens, whoever God puts in that White House in the United States of America, I know as a child of God, I am going to prosper. Hallelujah. It That's right. Democrat, it doesn't matter whether it's Republican. The people with the mind of Christ says, you know what? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. <laughs> You know, uh, that he'll supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. You see, we're going to live on the word of God. When you have the mind of Christ, we don't look at things out there, you see. We're not moved by the things that we see, the things that are happening around us. Ah, we walk by faith. Hallelujah. Right. Right. Faith is in the true and living God. Hallelujah. And so... We share his values and, and desires. It means that uh, we want to think the thoughts uh, that God thinks uh, to a certain degree. Uh, I know the thoughts of God are, are bigger and higher than our thoughts, etc. But we strive, hallelujah, through the, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and, and reading his word uh, to be like God. You see, uh, we ought to strive to be like God, hallelujah. In 1 Corinthians, again, Paul is contrasting the unbeliever, the natural man with the believer. When we have the mind of Christ, it is in contrast to the wisdom of man. 1 Corinthians 2, uh, verses 5 through 6, uh, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Uh, I've lately, since I started studying this, this uh, uh, word, uh, I've discovered that I want now to do 
what God wants me to do. It's not about just going out every day and accomplishing certain goals that I've set. Uh, I want to do the will of God. You see, Amen. when you're developing the mind of Christ, you want to do the will of God. It becomes not my will, but thy will be done. Hallelujah. And so you go to work. It's, Lord, what do you have me to do today? Or what will you have me to do today? Let your will be done. Let your glory be seen through me. Hallelujah. Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor the princes of this world that come to naught. Now, you see, when we speak, we ought to back it up with the word of God says. You know, I could sit here all night like I've heard some men do and just talk what I feel and give you a lot of stories and, 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 and some feel-good phrases and we could shout and be happy here. But the important thing is that Whatever I'm saying should be backed up by the word of God because it's not about my wisdom, hallelujah, but it's about the wisdom of God being imparted to the, the people that we meet, hallelujah. We need the wisdom of God on our jobs. We need the wisdom of God in our families. We need the wisdom of God in our interactions one with another. And that would avoid or prevent a lot of the, 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 the miscommunications that's taking place. People are not being edified. People are not being lifted up. People are not being brought to God simply because they are remaining on this level with the wisdom that men are preaching to them. We want to get away from that. It involves wisdom from God, which was once hidden, 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 7. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. Hallelujah. Without the Spirit. Hallelujah. Have you ever uh, been talking to someone or a group of people and no matter how deep you try to go or how low you try to go to make them understand, they can't. Simply because you're speaking on a different level. You see, when you're talking about the things of God, only people with the mind of Christ can understand. Hallelujah. Let me say that again. When you're speaking the things of God, only people who with the mind of Christ or uh, who strive to live with the mind of Christ can understand because spiritual things are spiritually discerned. Hallelujah. And so there's a passage of, passage of Scripture that says that uh, you should not cast your pearls to swine. And so you have to know the, to the degree in which you speak or put forth some kind of argument to certain people because some people cannot get past a certain level. And we have to understand that. You don't want them to turn around and curse you and beat you up simply because they couldn't figure out what you were trying to say. And I will, I will leave it at that. Uh, the Word of God says also, but the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit. Come on. They are unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. Hallelujah. When we have the mind of Christ, we possess discernment in spiritual matters. That's verse 15. But he that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judge of no man. You see, that's why we are peculiar. That's why we are a royal priesthood. That's why we are so different, you understand. We are children of light. 
people in the world should not understand us. They can't understand us. Uh, I feel so bad when I look at the church and see the church lowering the standard, trying to meet the world at mm-hmm. their level. No, it wow. should not be like that. You can't bring the world into the church and expect to teach them about Jesus Christ. Uh, the right. people in the church, from my perspective, are being influenced by the worldview out there. The culture is having predominance in our churches. That's a wrong thing. Church of the Living God, and we should steer clear of that. We need to stay in the Spirit. We need to teach spiritual things. We need to get the Word of God out and break it because man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Hallelujah! Glory! Seeds from the mouth of God, how do we expect them to pass from darkness into light? Bring darkness into the church, uh, our light cannot shine, uh, because we end up having darkness all over us and in us. Oh, God forbid. Hallelujah. And so, hallelujah, there ought to be a desire to bring glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 When you have the mind of Christ, uh, there is a desire to glorify God. Uh, In John 17 and 5, Jesus said, And now, Father, glorify me in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world began. And now you understand why we are to glorify the Lord. Uh, We glorify him by the way we speak. Uh, We glorify him sometimes by the way we dress. Uh, We glorify him by the way we look uh, at others, by the way we uh, deal with our business affairs, by the way we deal with our family issues, by the way we preach and teach the gospel of Jesus Christ, by the way we sing our songs, by the way we do whatever we do, we ought to do it to the glory of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, and I said something that was a little bit redundant last week. I said to glorify God means to give glory to him. Uh, the word glory as related to God in the Old Testament bears with it the idea of greatness, of splendor. Both, uh, uh, one of the problems I see also in the church, uh, people without the mind of Christ don't understand who they are in Christ Jesus. Mm. Uh, they, they have lowered themselves so low that they don't understand that they can speak the word of God uh, by faith and see it come to pass. Uh, they don't understand that they don't have to stay beaten down every day of their lives, uh, but they can rise up uh, because of Christ that lives in me. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. All things through Christ who strengthens me. They will understand that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world, you see. When you have the mind of Christ, you know you have a connection to God, uh, that you can look up to the Father, call upon him, uh, and he will answer you and show you great and mighty things that you do not know. Uh, when you have the mind of Christ, you do know in whom you believe, uh, and that he's able to do that which uh, you have committed unto him against that day, in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, hallelujah. 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 And I won't preach all of this that I preached last time. I'm going to skip a little bit. Uh, we ought also, I come to Isaiah 42 and 8, I am the Lord, that is my name. I will not give my glory to any man. And so we, that we ought to give glory to God because God uh, will not share his glory with anyone. He no. does not look at anyone who tries to take the praise. Uh, uh, if you recall, there was a man in the New Testament called Herod the king. Hallelujah. 
he stood up and he gave this great oratory and he spoke and uh, the people swooned under his speech uh, and he said, they said, uh, this is as if a God is speaking to us. And guess what? He started to take it. <laughs> and immediately worms started eating his body. Glory to God. It's only a matter of time before worms will begin to eat the bodies of some folk uh, because they're taking God's glory and putting it upon themselves. Uh, they have made <laughs> idols themselves, hallelujah, in the house of the true and living God. Uh, you see, judgment must first begin at the house of God. Uh, and when right. I preach, I do it now to the house of God. Uh, I want to see change. Uh, God wants to see change in the house of the true and living God. Amen. Is coming uh, for a bride without spot or blemish. Uh, oh, Hallelujah. 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 Isaiah so, 42 and 5 God declares, I am the Lord God. I created the heavens like an open tent above. I made the earth and everything that grows on it. I am the source of life for all who live on the earth. So listen to what I say. Because of who He is, He's holy and perfect and true. His proclamations and statutes are holy and perfect and true. Hallelujah. And we glorify him by listening to and agreeing with him. God's word, the Bible, is his word to us. All that we need for life in him. Uh, listening to and agreeing with him, though, will not glorify him unless we also submit to him and obey the commands contained in his word. Hallelujah. Many people don't understand that that they're having a problem in life or lots of problems in life because they're not obeying the commands of the Lord, you see. Uh, it's one thing to hear the word, uh, but we ought to do the word, you see. God did not just give us his word so that we could read it and feel good about it and, and, and repeat them and not do them, okay? God wants us to do the word. So we ought to live the word of God. Hallelujah. Jesus uh, uh, said... Uh, reiterated the idea that glorifying and loving God are one and the same. And you find that in John 5, 14 and 15. And I'm skipping through here. We also glorify God by rehearsing his attributes and his deeds. Uh, if you look at Stephen, when Stephen uh, preached to the people and uh, they got upset, you see. Uh, Stephen, in his final sermon before he was killed for his faith, retold the story of God's dealings with Israel from the time of Abram. Uh, that Abraham left his country in obedience to God's command all the way to the coming of Christ, uh, the righteous one, when, whom Israel betrayed and murdered. When he uh, told them of this, hallelujah, uh, they got upset, hallelujah. Uh, even though others don't always want to hear or glorify God, he's more than pleased by it. The crowd who heard Stephen hated that, what he said, covering their ears and rushing at him to stone him. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. You see, in life and in death, God is going to get the glory when we serve him with the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. Glorify God is to extol his attributes, his holiness, faithfulness, mercy, grace, love, majesty, sovereignty, power, and omniscience to name only a few, rehearsing them over and over in our minds and telling others about the singular nature of the salvation only he offers. And so there are some recommended sources that uh, if you uh, inbox me or something, I can give you some uh, resources to help you. Okay. Um, 
a longing also to provide salvation for sinners is one of the things or our uh, values that Jesus held near and dear. And we also should hold that and value that. Uh, we became Christians not to sit on our little pedestals or, 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 or sit or rest on our laurels. We, we were saved so that we can go out and do work. And so our job now is to seek the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the, uh, you know, so that we can get the power to become witnesses. Uh, we can't here. Jesus did not just walk around and not mention the fact that people need to repent. Uh, if you listen to Jesus' preaching, he said, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Uh, he came, the Bible says, he came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And so Jesus' mission uh, was to bring salvation for sinners. We are listening on this line tonight, proclaiming ourselves to be Christians, simply because Jesus Christ died, uh, and through him we have salvation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And to save that which was lost. Hallelujah. John 3.16 declares... God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him should not perish but shall have everlasting life. Uh, every one of us, uh, hallelujah, is included in this. And as a result, we need to go out and tell others. We need to preach this message, this gospel of Jesus Christ, this gospel of Jesus coming and dying and being raised from the dead and now seated at the right hand of God the Father, making intercession for us. We need to tell people that they have a hope in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Uh, that's what the mind of Christ does for people. John three seventeen. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Of course, Luke 5, 32-32, but their scribes and Pharisees murmured against his disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with publicans and sinners? And Jesus answered and said unto them, They that are whole need not a physician, but they that are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Some of us think we are too big. You know, as soon as we have a little bit of change in our pockets, uh, we move uptown or move on the hill somewhere. We no longer can mingle with those people down there. You see, uh, as soon as we're saved and, and somebody gives us a title in the church, uh, we can't talk to sinners anymore. We can't preach to sinners anymore. We can't sit with them anymore. Uh, you know, sometimes it's good to stay away from certain things that are happening in the world, but then you have to understand that we are light in this dark yes. world. Hallelujah. Right. We can't lose that. We have to go out there and, and make disciples of other people. We have to bring people to Jesus Christ. Yes. Hallelujah. So we have to recognize that we can't just sit with the righteous in the church and not go out there and tell people that they need to repent. And so when you have the mind of Christ, you develop that part that Jesus Christ exhibited. Hallelujah. Jesus wanted everyone to come to repentance and to become a part of the kingdom of God. That was his mindset. And church, we were given this great commission as his ambassadors here on earth. Mark uh, 16, 15 through 16. I won't read that all over again. Uh, another perspective is on humility and obedience. Now, let's take a look at this. Um, people are asking, you know, what's the mind of Christ? And how, how can I show this? Uh, and how can I behave like one who has the mind of Christ? Now, when you have the mind of Christ, you're going to operate in meekness and humility. 
Hallelujah. If you look, uh, he left his glory, right? John 17, 5. And I'm not going to read all of that. 2 Corinthians 8 and 9. For you know the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, that you through him, through his poverty, might become rich. He made himself of no reputation. Hallelujah. All of that is showing his humility, folks. He obtained from his omnipotence. Let me repeat that. He abstained from his omnipresence for a period. In other words, he's a God that's present everywhere. However, in John eleven fourteen through 15, Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and I am glad for your sake that I was not there, that you may believe. See, as a man, Jesus operated as a man, and he could not be everywhere. And so that was one example where Jesus' omnipresence was not uh, actually demonstrated. Okay, let's talk a little bit about uh, his meekness. First Corinthians four twenty one. Uh, what do you prefer? What, uh, shall I come to you with a whip or in love and with a gentle spirit? Christians are to be gentle people. Amen. We are to be gentle. Second Corinthians ten one. My by the meekness and gentleness of Christ. I appeal to you. Jesus was meek and gentle. And if we want to appeal to one another, to, to people who are, or some of them are intolerant, some of them are intransigent, some of them won't do the things that they're supposed to do, we still have to approach them with meekness and gentleness. Yes. Yes. We can't act like we are big and tough and know it all and, and, and standing over people with this big whip. No. Mm. And another thing I want to show also about meekness. Meekness, folks, is not weakness. Amen. Meekness is a powerful thing. Yeah. When you're operating in the spirit of the true and living God. Now, you have some people out there who are just wimps. You know, they fall for everything. They're wishy-washy. They don't know what they're doing. But meekness is just saying that, you know what? I know what you're doing is wrong, but I'm going to yeah. humble myself anyway. Yeah. Hallelujah. Galatians 6.1 says, Brothers, if someone is caught in a sin, you who are spiritual should restore him gently. Gently. Yeah. We have a tendency to put people down, to beat them down, to tear people down. But the spirit of Christ, the mind of Christ, yeah. is a gentle spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I've seen church, you're scared to talk to them because everything is a problem. They're upset about every single thing. They're yelling at people. They're screaming at people. They're, what kind of mind of Christ is that? You don't have the mind of Christ. I'm not uh, judging anybody. I'm not condemning anybody. But by the fruit, you know them. That's right. Yes. Of course. 2 Timothy 2, 24-25 says, And the Lord's servant must not quarrel. Instead, he must be kind to everyone, able to teach, not resentful. Those who oppose him, he must gently instruct. I've heard Christians arguing with people like Jehovah's Witness and all that, and I couldn't tell who was the real Christian because <laughs> it's such a, a cuss fest. You yeah. understand? It's the same thing with what's going on in the world today. Uh, we may not like a certain political party or a certain man or whatever, but that doesn't mean that we should go on the airwaves and cuss out everybody. No, that's not the spirit of Christ. Hallelujah. Those who oppose him, he must gently instruct in the hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them 
to a knowledge of the truth. I think I read somewhere where it says, thy gentleness makes me great. You understand? And so if you want people to come to Jesus Christ as a child of the king, uh, we must operate in the mind of Christ. We must operate with gentleness and meekness. Uh, Titus 3, 1 and 2 says, Remind the people to be subject to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to, the re to be ready to do whatever is good, to slander no one, to be peaceable and considerate, and to show true humility toward all men. Hallelujah. We have a tendency to show off. You know, we are Mr. Big and uh, we are Bishop this and, 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 and we are Dr. This. And, and so everybody must bow. And if they don't bow, we, we kick them and scream at them and carry on. No, that's not humility. In okay. biblical usage, meekness is that attitude of mind that is opposed to harshness and contentiousness. And that shows itself in gentleness and tenderness in dealing with others. The thought of meekness as patient, submissive, under injustice and injury, does not seem to be the prominent thought in the Bible usage of the word. The thought, rather, of gentleness in dealing with the correcting the errors of others seem to be the predominant thought. In other words, you're not going to be a doormat or a floor mat for anyone, but you're going to use gentleness to persuade people that it's best for them to leave the error and come to Jesus and to repent. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew eleven twenty nine says, Take my yoke upon you and learn yes. me, for okay. I am gentle and humble. Uh, mm -hmm. One uh, translation says, For I am meek and lowly, and you will find rest for your soul. Jesus spoke it several times. As a matter of fact, he said in one verse, he says, Except you humble yourself as a little child, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. Uh, I don't know where we got off thinking that if we are big and bad and loud and, and just vicious about everything, that, you know, we're going to make it into heaven. I don't think so. Hallelujah. And I'm not judging. I'm just going by what the Word of God says here. Hallelujah. Matthew 21, 5 says to the daughter of Zion, See, your king comes to you gentle and riding on a donkey, on a colt, a foal. Even when Jesus made his uh, triumphal entry into um, Jerusalem, he did it on a donkey. That was a sign of humility to show that although he was this great and mighty king uh, that left his glory in heaven, here he is riding, still a king, the king of kings, but in humility, hallelujah, before the people. And so I won't belabor that part, but another thing we mentioned last time was compassion. And I gave uh, a little um, definition of compassion, which I won't go over uh, all this Greek and whatever. I'll just give you some scripture verses. Uh, first of all, there's a man that says that, um, and I like what he says, if I can find it. Uh, he made a statement to me that was really great, where he said that, you know, you can uh, show me, I want to quote it correctly, because I think it's powerful. I want to quote it correctly. It says, people do not care how much you know until they know how much you care. In other words, you have to show people that you care. You can talk all you want, but you need to show people that you care. You know, it's one thing to feel sorry for the indigent, for the poor, for the needy out there in the street. But when was the last time you've 
taking off your church clothes, put on some clothes, and go out there and start cooking for the, for the poor and the needy out there. When was the last time you stopped somewhere and gave people uh, a, a few dollars to get them on their way? You see, we need to show the compassion, and not only in, in giving food and clothing to others. Uh, read Mark chapter 6 and verse 34. Uh, I'm going to help you out here. It says, when Jesus landed and saw the large crowd, he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So he began teaching them many things. If you notice that Jesus, uh, before great miracles started happening, he always shows compassion. There is a thing inside of us. There's a love multiplied, I believe, uh, to a degree that I can't even count, that when that happens inside of us, miracles will start to take place. Uh, you know, two fishes and, and five loaves will, will feed thousands and thousands when you have that compassion on people. Right. I recall uh, a few years ago, I don't know if I told this story, I was on the island of Guam in the, in the U.S. Air Force. Back, I believe it was 1981, and my son was very sick. We left 1979 from Philadelphia, took him pretty much out of the Philadelphia Children's Hospital, and took him away. He did not have any follow-up care, and he was getting bad. I, I think it was 79, yeah, 1979. And so he was getting worse and worse. And one day I came home from work, and my wife met me at the door and said, uh, he doesn't look good. And, you know, I'd already talked to the people at the clinic and all that, and they said they don't have any records. They don't know what to do. They didn't understand the type of surgery he had. Uh, it was an internal type surgery. I'm not going to talk about his medical problems. Uh, I'm just going to tell you what God did. And so when I came in the house, he was laying on the bed in there uh, on his back and pretty, light, pretty much lifeless. And I felt a feeling and a certain love. And uh, later on, the Lord showed me that it was compassion. And when I felt it, I remember I picked him up and held him up. And I prayed. I turned my eyes to him and prayed and just put him back on the bed. And as God would have it, that kid jumped off the bed immediately and started running. I have never seen that kind of thing. I, well, put it this way. I had never seen that before. But I know the feeling when you have compassion. There is a certain feeling that takes you, a deeper level of love, a thing that connects you to God to the degree that you want to see change. And faith grows up inside of you where you want to feed all the hungry. You want to take care of all the problems around you. You want to see Jesus Christ do a miracle. You want to see blind eyes open. You want to see the deaf hear. You want to see people get jobs where there are no jobs. You just want to, and God will comply because faith rises during the state of compassion. Hallelujah. Um, you know, I'm not going to say everything about what happened next. Uh, all I heard was the Spirit told me to give him something to eat after that. And my boy has never been sick since. And he's now uh, 37 years old. All right? So that's the truth of God's word right there. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm serious. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. John 7, 48, 49. Has any of the rulers or the Pharisees believed in him? No, but this mob that knows nothing of the law, there is a curse on them. Which are we more like, Christ or the Pharisees? Some of us in the church are like the Pharisees. And sometimes I, when I preach, I ask God, please, God, don't let me be a Pharisee. Uh, because sometimes we can stand here and just judge other people and try to show like we are better than other people. Let me tell you, even as I preach here tonight, 
I am working on all of this. God is working on me. Amen. I am not there 100% yet. And so it's not to put down anyone, okay? And so we don't want to be uh, like the Pharisee where we think we are better than anybody else. But at the same time, we need to be like Jesus. We need to strive yes. more and more on a minute, hourly, daily basis to be more like him. We sing a song, Oh, to be like Hallelujah. And that should be our quest. Hallelujah. I have compassion for these people. They have already been with me three days and have nothing to eat. Do you notice that when people follow Jesus, because of who he is or who he was, uh, because of the stories he told, because of the love and compassion he had, people didn't want to leave him alone. Uh, people would stay there for sometimes days just sitting there listening to Jesus. Yes. He would have to push them away. You see, when we have compassion, church, when we go out, people would want to be around us. Yes. A lot of people don't want to be around us because, you know what, we talk a good talk, but we are not compassionate. True. You know, it's one thing to hate the sin, but it's another thing to love the sinner. Hallelujah. Oh. And so when we have the mind of Christ, we hate sin, but we want to see people prosper. We want to see good things happen to people, whether yes. they're sinful. Or not, we want the best for them. And the best thing for the sinner out there is to receive Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. And we can't get them to that point if we are mean and act like the Pharisees. Hallelujah. Now, hallelujah. Let me um, ask you some questions now. How do we process the events and uh, the interactions all all that's happening around us. Do we process all these things with the spirit uh, of the Lord, with the mind of Christ, or are we uh, uh, following the culture? Are our decisions, our reactions and answers to pressing questions and issues that bombard us on a daily basis, are they informed by and addressed based on the mindset of what would Jesus do or based on the word of God? Those are things we ought to think about. Can we say that in him, uh, with all sincerity, of course, in him we live and move and have our being? Mm. As you listen to this message, I want you to think about these things. Is reliance of Father God and a mind to seek him, to discover what's on his heart so that we may do his will paramount in our lives? In mm. other words, are we living our lives to please God? Mm. My Lord. Mm. Is prayer our lifestyle? And I'm going to talk about prayer in, in a few moments. But is prayer our lifestyle? The other thing is, are we filled with compassion, which we just talked about, when we see the plight of the less fortunate, the sick, lame, those denied justice? And equal rights. Compassion that compels us to act. And we just talked about that at length, so we won't go over to that. What I'm going to suggest to us, we have to let this mind be in us, which was in Christ Jesus. Jesus. Now, what about, what about prayer? Hmm? What about prayer? How do we develop the mind of Christ and we get up every day, go about our business, sometimes... We only remember to pray while we're driving in the car. We say, Father, forgive us. Father, have mercy. 
and we move on our way. Do we really spend time with the true and living God? Do we spend time trying to hear from God? My God. I don't know about you, but when I read the Bible, I see that Jesus Christ spent every free moment he had before the true and living God. That's no right. Abided by the crowds. No matter how many miracles he did, he found time to break away and got himself before the true and living God. And so what I'm going to say to you, church, and what I'm saying to myself is that we need to spend time in prayer before God. Because let me tell you something. You can't know pretty much the mind of God unless you keep up a conversation with him. Prayer is an intimate uh, back and forth with God. It's a relationship. Only people uh, with a relationship with God can truly spend time in his presence. Mm-hmm. And, when, and, and, and the thing about that is, the more you spend time in the presence of God, the more intimate you become with him. Hallelujah. The more you learn of him, the more you desire more of him, the more you want to be like him. Hallelujah. But, not all, when we pray and seek the face of God, things begin to happen in our lives. Changes begin to take place. You see, because change that takes place in our lives, it begins on the inside of us. Yeah, we can change our clothing. We can change the way we talk, you know, and try to sound this way or that way. But let me tell you something. When the real change comes on the inside of us, we won't have to fake it because God will give us by the power of his Holy Spirit what we need to say. Now, how do we develop this mind of Christ? And I'll get back to prayer in a little bit. But how do we develop, develop this, this mind of Christ? And I know that's a rhetorical question because you can't respond to me. So let me say this. We develop the mind of Christ by submitting to the true and living God. We develop the mind of Christ by coming to him, not in our own strength, but by grace, bowing down before him. Because the sinful man cannot come before God in any way other than to say, Lord, have mercy upon me. Mm-hmm. And so when we come before God, first of all, if there's anyone on the line who would like the mind of Christ, but you're not sure if you're saved, and I know anybody could be listening tonight. I'm not assuming that everybody's saved. That's so right. The first thing you need to do is humble yourself before the true and living God. Man, hallelujah. The finished work of Jesus Christ on that cross. Jesus died He rose from the dead so that we might live. And according to Romans 10, verses 9 and 10, it says that we ought to, uh, if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. And also it says uh, that, uh, you know, with the heart man believes, etc., etc. And so it starts by us confessing that Jesus Christ is Lord. And we must believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead. And the Bible says, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's the first step. And so with that first step out of the way, then we can 
now build upon all the things I've been talking about. And since I preached most of this last time, I don't want to continue and go over and be here until 2 o'clock tonight. So I'm going to skip through a lot of this message and just say that we ought to have a prayerful dependence on God. And so let yeah. me go now to what I said I was going to talk about, a little bit more about prayer. Hebrews 5 and 7, during the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered up prayers and petitions with loud cries and tears to the one who could save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverent submission. So Jesus had a life of prayer. Jesus' life was a life of prayer. The, the words prayer and pray are used at least 25 times in connection with Jesus. Hallelujah. There are many in which the fact of his praying is mentioned, where the words do not occur. His praying is mentioned by each of the four evangelists. The life, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all right? The life of Christ had many marked characteristics, but nothing is more marked than his prayer, prayerfulness. The extent to which he was a man of prayer will appear more clearly when we consider that Jesus prayed in the night. Hmm. We are here at midnight, and if you listen carefully when this program was about to start, they talk about Paul and Silas, correct? And at midnight, remember they prayed and what happened? In some instances, Jesus continued in prayer all night. Luke 6 and 12, one of those days, Jesus went out to the mountainside to pray and spent the night praying to God. Now, we're talking about Jesus here. We're talking about Jesus, the Son of the true and living God. But what he was showing us as a man, if you want to maintain that relationship with the Father, if you want to do miracles, if you want to be the head and not the tail, if you want to walk above and not beneath, you have to stay connected with God. And one of the ways we do that, the main way, is to stay prayerful. Hallelujah. Mark 1.35 says, very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Uh, this was apparently partly so he could have solitude. Uh, when we pray, folk, we need to find some place that's quiet. I believe the Bible tells us that uh, we should find, go into our closet. Okay. Uh, we should be out there, you know, showing off, telling people, uh, trying to show people how much we can pray. Uh, I, I belong to a church now, and one of the things I like about the church, we have some people that we call them prayer warriors. I've seen this one lady, uh, we have a radio program also, and when she begins to pray, I see one lady, she prayed almost a half an hour uh, of our one-hour program. And it wasn't foolishness. Now, I'm not putting somebody down. Uh-oh. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Bring him back, Lord, bring him back. Oh, my God. Bring him back. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise Jesus. Bring him back, Lord. Bring him back. In the name of God. Yeah. Father, we praise you. We worship you, O God. Yeah. We glorify you. We magnify you, O God. Hallelujah. 
We lift you up on high, O oh God. We ask even now, hallelujah, that you will move upon Dr. Finlater's telephone line right now in the name of Jesus. Reconnect him, King of glory, hallelujah. Reconnect him, reconnect him, reconnect him. Glory, 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 glory. We bind up, O oh God, hallelujah. Every territorial demon, O oh God, every principality of the air, O oh God, we bind them up tonight in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We thank you, Holy Spirit, hallelujah. O oh God, hallelujah, we thank you, we praise you, we glorify you. We honor you, O oh God. We thank you for reconnecting your servant, O oh God. We thank you, O God, for the continuation, O God, of this word tonight, O God. No more interferences, O God, in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood, 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 the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can hear you, sir. Hallelujah. I know the devil doesn't like it. <laughs> ah, too bad. The devil is a defeated that the word of God is going forth. Because what we're teaching is the truth of God's word. Uh, Amen. I may not be making a lot of noise tonight, but we have, sometimes we have to teach the word. Hallelujah. Amen. And if you missed what I was saying before, what I was saying was the fact that if you want the windows of heaven to open up to you, you have to pray like Jesus did. Remember when Jesus prayed, uh, the word said that, uh, you know, the heavens open. And uh, I, I don't know if you, you read that at the time of his baptism. And so, you know, continuing Luke 6, 12, and 13 says, one of those days Jesus went out to the mountainside to pray and spent the night praying to God. When morning came, he called his disciples to him and chose 12 of them whom he also designated apostles. If you notice, whenever Jesus was about to do anything significant, he prayed. And he spent a lot of time praying. And which takes me before I close tonight, since uh, I think we were lost there for about, hopefully it was more than about three, four, five minutes. Um, I don't know how much of it you missed, but I recall um, while we're talking about prayer, uh, the first big move of God I saw in my life as a child of God that took me from half-stepping into actually doing full march for God was a while back I was in the church, and uh, I was there, you know, we made a lot of noise, and we jumped and we danced and all that, which was fun. I mean, I had a good time dancing. I was the first church I've ever been to where people danced and made noise like that. But I recall, um, you know, one day I just, I wanted, I said, God, I want to know you. And that's a, that's a dangerous thing to do. You better mean it when you say that. And what the Lord started doing, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes. Amen. Yes, we can hear you. The Lord what the Lord did was uh, he started waking me up around Amen. about midnight to 3 o'clock on a regular basis, almost every single night for about three years he did that. And I fasted and prayed throughout that period of time. And let me tell you something. I remember one day 
while I was in the church and all the dance and everything was going on, I started, I got up to do it, and the, uh, the Spirit of the Lord said, sit down and listen to my heart. And he started showing me the stuff that was going on in the church. I mean, first of all, though, first of all, God showed me me. He showed me what I needed to clean up, etc. But then he opened mine eyes. And it didn't happen until I started praying and seeking after God. Until I started until I started praying the scriptures. People of God on the line, if you want to develop a relationship, an intimate, a true relationship with God, if you want to develop the mind of Christ, you need to develop a strict, uh, a rigorous prayer life. That's right. It's going to be painful at first because it's a sacrifice, and almost everything we do for Christ is a sacrifice. But think about the sacrifice he made for us, okay? And think about all that, the benefits of having the mind of Christ. There is nothing that can compete to that. And so I did that for about three years, and then I started having visions and dreams. Uh, I sent a message down to Jamaica, to the Assemblies of God, and things came out. Whenever I told them, I saw it come out in the newspaper just as I told them and things like that. I mean, God just started doing things. Before that, I never saw that. You know, I remember when I was seven years old, I had a vision where I told my mother she started crying because I told her something that happened the day before and that there's no way I could have known. So ever since I was seven years. But when I got lost, since I was 14 years old, I left the church. I stopped praying the way I should, etc. And I lost. I lost that ability. And let me tell you something. When you start praying and seeking God, all those gifts and things, he'll bring them right to you. You'll know what he has for you. He'll give you a purpose. He'll show you uh, what his will for your life is. Let me tell you, folks. Let me tell you, folks, and I'm telling you, and that's why I'm giving you these personal experiences. I am no better than anyone else on this line. I am just a man. But because God has pulled me out by his grace and set me apart, which you are supposed to be set apart too. We are yeah. supposed to be set apart for his use. That's right. And until we recognize that, we will not sacrifice the way we should. Prayer is one of them, as I said before. So we need to sacrifice. And Jesus did that. Jesus prayed after every great achievement. He prayed before he went out to do anything. Uh, remember, he went up into the mountain and prayed. And remember, he was coming back. He walked on the water. Hallelujah. Which other man you ever know walk on water? Jesus was operating on a man, but he was so caught up in the spirit. That water lost its gravitational hold. Everything. He did not sink. He stood there on water. He walked on water. <laughs> Prayer will get us to that degree. That's Let right. Greater things. Well, we do. Where are the greater things? It's simple because mm -hmm. we're not operating in the mind of Christ. We're too caught up in the noise. We are caught up in our own affairs. We are doing this thing and that thing. We spend no time with God. And if we do spend a little time with God, we are looking for, for, for some kind of praise. The Bible says we ought to pray without ceasing. He says that a man ought to pray. There is no way a Christian should be living this life and not spend most of his time in prayer. Yeah. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, Jesus said, not only should we pray, but we need to fast. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. So the question to the line tonight is, 
are you willing to do what it takes to develop the mind of Christ? Mm. Do you want the mind of Christ? Mm. That's the question tonight. Are you willing to, to sacrifice whatever the mind of Christ is given to believers through the Holy Spirit? 1 Corinthians 2.10 uh, through 12 says, But God has revealed it to us by his Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the man's spirit within him? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. We have not received the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we may understand what God has freely given to us. We need to spend time with the one that has given us his Spirit. We need to develop that Spirit man inside of us so that we can go from glory to glory, from one dimension to the next. We are not to be so stagnant in the Lord. When you develop the mind of Christ on a continuous basis, you stay in the Word, you pray, you, you start developing his, the attributes of, of meekness and humility, and, and, and you become compassionate. And let me continue here. So in order to have the mind of Christ, a person must first have the Holy Spirit. This comes with saving uh, faith in Christ. And we talked about that. Romans 8, 9 says, you, however, are controlled not by the sinful nature, but by the Spirit. If the Spirit of God lives in you, and if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to Christ. One translation says he's none of it. You cannot say you're a child of Christ and not have the Spirit of Christ. Hallelujah. And the way some of us are living, the things some of us are doing, trust me, we have to do a lot of convincing to convince people that we truly have the mind of Christ. Yes. And so after salvation, a believer's responsibility is to yield to the Holy Spirit's leading and let the Spirit transform his life. That's right. The Word of God says that we must be transformed by the renewing. He says, I mind. brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God which is your reasonable service. And um, let me take this uh, uh, next step here by stating emphatically, no one is able to claim possession of the mind of Christ unless one is first born again. And I'm wrapping this up and I'm going to close. I know we've been talking a very long time here. I'm just making up for the time we lost. Uh, but I'm going to close on this. There's no way I can close. Uh, I've said a lot. If you haven't gotten anything out of this, I apologize to you, but let me say to whomever, let, um, if you want to develop or claim possession of the mind of Christ, you must be born again. And you must become a member of the kingdom of God. When Nicodemus came to Jesus by night and inquired of the master how he was able to do the work that he did, Jesus told Nicodemus, in no uncertain terms, you must be born again. That means we must be born of the water and of the spirit. Now, in closing, the sin nature in no way is able to operate with the mind of Christ. We must accept the finished work of Christ on the cross and allow the blood of Jesus to cleanse us from all sin. We must repent and acknowledge Jesus as Savior and Lord. And I already talked about Romans 10, 9 13. I won't go over that. Uh, let's look at uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Now we have been reconciled with God and lifted into the seat and 
seated in high places with Christ, according to Second Corinthians 5, 18, and Ephesians 2 and 6. So my thing to you today is, let this man be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for speaking to us and touching our hearts in a way that will cause us to change our mindset. Father, we need to change our minds tonight. We need, oh God, to develop the mind of Christ. And the only way we can do so, Lord, is to stay in contact with you, to stay connected with you, Lord. We need to remember, Father God, that you are divine, Lord, and we are the branches, Lord. Help us to stay connected to you. We thank you for the opportunity, God, to develop the mind of Christ in Jesus' name. Uh, Lord God, may we remain humble uh, at your feet, Lord God, uh, and learn of you. Help us to grow in ways that will remind us of the importance of having the mind of Christ. Lord God, help us develop these values that match us to Christ and teach us how to develop the mind. Oh God, let this mind be in us, Lord, that which was in Christ Jesus. Lord, we pray these things in the name of Jesus. God bless you on the line. And I start, uh, apologize to you for the interruption. It was my fault. It was just a phone. God bless you, and have a wonderful Saturday. Amen, 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 amen. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, praise you, we glorify you once more, O oh God. Lord God, even now I place your servant, uh, Dr. Reverend Raymond Finlater, before you, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. I am asking, O oh God, even now for a fresh anointing upon your servant. I am asking, O oh God, that you'll pour back everything that he has poured out on tonight in the name of Jesus. I am asking you, O oh God, to build a hedge of protection around him that cannot be penetrated by the enemy in the name of Jesus. Father, even now, hallelujah, under the authority of the Holy Spirit, I bind up backlashing and retaliating spirits in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I thank you, O oh God, for speaking to us through your servant tonight. Hallelujah. Let this mind, hallelujah, of Christ be in each and every one of us, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you, O oh God, for the instructions tonight. Thank you for the direction, O oh God. Thank you, O oh God, that you have taught us, O oh God, hallelujah, O oh God, how to have the mind of Christ tonight. We bless you, O oh God. We thank you for your servant once more, O oh God. Continue to use him for your glory. Continue to use him, hallelujah, for your will. Continue to use him, O oh God, to build your kingdom in in Jesus' precious and mighty name I have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Awesome, 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 awesome teaching, awesome word, Dr. Finlater. Thank you so much um, for your obedience to come back. I thank you for studying. I thank you for the preparation. I thank you for depositing knowledge into our spirits, and I pray that everyone who has an ear to hear um, heard what the Spirit of the Lord had to say to us tonight. God's richest blessings upon you, man of God. Always, always, always a pleasure hearing you expound on the Word of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. At this time, saints of God, I'm going to open up the line um, for uh, your comments, your praise reports, and your prayer requests. Amen. Glory to God. The line is open. Um, good night. I guess I could be the first tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
God, God bless you, Sister Erica. God bless you. I'm so happy to be on the line tonight. And, and Dr. Finletter, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thank you for uh, just even correction, correction, and the way the word just have you just cut and dissect and pull up by the roots everything, you know, because sometimes when we, we, we feel like we're in a certain place in the Lord, we just feel like we can do certain things, and, and it's not a license for us to just do what, what we want, but really always have the mind of Christ. I thank you for uh, revelation in, in a lot of the things that you spoke tonight, because I know I've even dealt with, uh, you know, people and things that I'm like, how in the world is that Christ-like? <laughs> I know you know the word really well, but look at how you're bringing it to me, <laughs> you know. So uh, I'm glad I'm I'm blessed as opposed to being, you know, I guess preach that, if I could say that. Amen. I've, I've had people preach at me as as opposed to teach me, preach me, preach to me and teach me, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just thank you for that tonight, and I and I recognize a lot of the things that I need to work on because it's not enough just to be in front of the Lord for like two seconds. It's not enough just to be, uh, you know, just reading a word and just feeling good at the same time because I truly want to have that close intimacy, true intimacy with with our Heavenly Father, and it takes work to do so, and it takes, um, you know, it, it, we just have to do it. We just have to do it because I, too, want to be, am going to be in the name of Jesus, one of the ones he say, like, good and faithful servant, come on in, you know, and not, no, I never knew you. Amen? So I thank you for everything you taught tonight and, and every. Every aspect, every little tiny, <laughs> through the cracks and the crevices, I got it. I thank you so much. And God bless you so much. Amen. Amen. God bless Sister Erica. Thank you. God bless you, Pastor Rachel. I love you. Love you too. Glory to God. Um, anyone else? Anyone else? Anyone else going once? I think they gotta wake up. Uh, glory to God. I know a few people had their phones on mute, but they need to unmute now. Glory to God. Anyone with a comment, a prayer request, or a praise report, listen, I got church in the morning, so I'm not going to keep begging you all tonight. Amen. Glory to God. Anyone else? Pastor Maureen, this is Sister Dora. Oh, Sister Dora, God bless you. What a word. Oh, my God, I thoroughly enjoyed that word. Um. Everything is so true. We we have to be a people full of compassion for our brothers and sisters in the Lord and 
those that are still walking um, out of faith and in sin. Uh, We can't preach at the people, but we have to with compassion. And in that gentle spirit that he spoke of, draw the people to us. Uh, That's how Jesus walked, and that's how we need to walk. Amen. Uh, full of compassion and love for our fellow men that, that we that they want to be around us. They want to stay around us. They want to spend hours with us just the way they did with Jesus. Amen. And we as human beings will probably, you know, never get there uh, where people want to spend hours upon hours with us. But, you know, where they want, where they enjoy being around us, where they enjoy having a conversation with us because we are in, in gentleness of spirit and compassion, reaching out to them and meeting them where they're at and giving them the word of the Lord and encouraging them where they're at. I think that is so, so desperately needed. There are too many people in the church that that are walking around with a with a stick in their hands and, and trying to beat it into you, and that's not the way to do it. I mean, you're just pushing them away. So I thank you so much, Dr. Benlater, for that word. Um, when you said the word, when you said the word meekness doesn't equal weakness, but instead it's it's power uh, to, to, to walk in meekness. It gives us a certain strength because we are gentle in spirit, um, that's just, that is powerful in itself. And it's things that I needed to hear, I needed to be reminded of. And I thank you so much for your obedience to him and your willingness to to just be a servant and, and uh, be moved in what he wants you to move in at the time he wants you to move in it. And I just bless your life, uh, Doctor, uh, you and your family, and thank you so much for for being obedient and, and a beautiful son to, to our Father God. Amen. God bless everyone. God bless you, Sister Dora. So good to hear your voice on the line. So good to hear you. God bless you. God bless you. Um. Back in the 90s, I believe the early 90s, um, an abbreviation became very popular, WWJD, What Would Jesus Do? And I, I believe that a whole lot of um, uh, Christian leaders have, you know, forgotten that popular saying back then, what would Jesus do? Um, you know, one of the things about, now I use Facebook. I use Facebook, you know, um, like not 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 to the extent that Dr. Finlater uses it. Um, you know, I admire him that every single day he's a blessing to me. Um, but I, I use Facebook, you know, when I'm led to, I'll, you know, I'll put a word out there. And, and then daily, we put out the um, the announcements um, for the ministry, but 
some um often times i see i see some posts out there from quote unquote leaders that if i wasn't a believer i would i would just i would be turned off i would be so turned off from christianity i mean like i leaders talking about you know um haters you know and i'm like like why 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 do you need to be talking about your haters and why do you need to be you know talking down at people you know how would jesus handle a situation if you believe that somebody's hating on you um you know handle it the way that Jesus would. And I don't see, I, I honestly don't see um, a lot of these leaders um, being very Christ-like. And my prayer is that um, as this word has gone over the airwaves tonight, I know they're not going to listen to this message because some of them think that they're, you know, they're higher than everybody else. They're not, you know, they're, they're, they're not going to come and listen to this word. But I'm praying that because the word is now in the atmosphere, glory to God, that we will start to be, we will begin to see a change in many of these, um, you know, quote unquote leaders, that they will develop the mind of Christ. Because it is sad to say that from what I see, um, I don't see many, you know, many leaders out there with the mind of Christ. I see a bunch of people cursing other people out. I see. I saw a so-called apostle told a, a member that she didn't care about her because the member said something negative about one of her pictures. And I thought to myself, no, Jesus wouldn't say that. You shouldn't be saying that. Now, you know, I'm naive. I believe that, you know, you ought to be gentle. You ought to be full of compassion. You know, you ought to be full of love um, towards one another, you know. But um, so, you know, so I view, I, I view that that's how I believe that, you know, leaders should be. Because if we are following after Christ, it means that we have to be Christ-like. So I I am, you know, I'm in, I, I, I'm encouraged. I am very, very, very encouraged by the word that came forth tonight. And um, my husband, before he was a believer, you know, some of you have heard the story before, before he was a believer, my husband's a singer. Um, and before he was a gospel singer, he was a secular singer. Um, however, when you listen to his secular music, you wonder, um, no, you weren't. You weren't um, in the secular world. You, you were a believer. I used to listen to um, a Saturday radio program, and I used to hear this song, um, you know, "Humble I Humble," and I fell in love with the song. I fell in love with the words of the song because, you know, it was telling me, "Lord, give me faith as I move along. Um, use me, Lord, as an instrument." Those are the words of the song, and it and it's to be a secular song. 
Um, amen. Glory to God. Anyways, I fell in love with the song because you know, um, you know, it 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 kept on reminding me to be humble. You know, because you know, if you exalt yourself, Hallelujah, God will abase you. He will cut you down. Amen. amen. So, um, I, I, Doctor Finletter, this message, and I know it was recorded tonight because, um, you know, let me just let. Let me just uh, double check, you know, before I go put my foot. Yes, it was recorded tonight. And I'm going to ensure that I share this, um, you know, out there. And hopefully, you know, um, the people who need to hear this word, you know, this word will, will listen to it and will develop a mind of Christ, the mind of Christ, so that they can be like Jesus. There's a song, um, you know, Give Me a Heart Like Thine. Yes, the mind and the heart is separate, amen. Amen. But, you know, you know, when we ask, you know, um, God to give us a heart like his, full of compassion, nothing wrong within, within, glory to God, you know, we begin to see changes in our lives, amen, and then we just, you know, go after the things, um, you know, that Dr. Finlater shared with us tonight, you know, the prayer and fasting and, you know, just loving on one another so that we can say that, yes, we're Christian, and when others see us, uh, you know, they actually see Christ. Christ, amen, because as Dr. Finlater said earlier tonight, sometimes you look at some Christians out there and they're so miserable, you know, they're so miserable, they look as if they, they, you know, they've had a shower in lime and lemon juice mixed together, and maybe add a bit of, you know, sour grapefruit juice in it as well, they look so sour, and, and that's just wrong, because, you know, we ought to be, um, you know, showing Christ, we ought to be loving each other, we ought to be showing compassion to each other. We ought to have the mind of Christ. I thank you, Dr. Finlay. I truly, 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 truly thank you for this word tonight. And I pray that God will continue to use it to bring forth, you know, more of these types of messages um, on this line. And I pray that God will open more doors for you to go, um, you know, into into the nations to preach these messages in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Um, anyone, anyone else before I close in prayer? Pastor Lorraine, this is calling daily. Oh, God bless you, Prophetess. God bless you. You're on the line. Welcome. Welcome. From Texas. Um, really enjoy the word, um, especially where it said that the mind of Christ never ends. I've, you know, it's like our life, even us, we still have work in progress. Yes. We still have to go. So that's really captured my mind as where it said, the mind of Christ never end. That means we're still trying to, to live, like you said, we're not ruled by the flesh, but the flesh always going to be want to be around. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. to be used by walking the spirit like the word of God say, and we're not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So having the mind of Christ, and I, it just touched me because even where he said, even in America where we, it's a political um, season, I say, and, um, and we see apostles, we see prophets, see everybody having a two-cent word to say when actually the scriptures say we're supposed to pray for those that are in rule. Uh, you know, he put kings in, he put queens in. He, God is one that put people in position. We may not like them, but we know that the, we Amen. live a sanctified life, that God, we will prosper. And, you know, so, yes, we pray for them. I have no, you know, it's not good to voice everything on Facebook and all over as a saint, you know, we're supposed to pray, but 
a lot of people get into the political um, feud. You know, I'm a Democrat, I'm a Republican, or whatever. Um, but it's just America needs a lot of praying for. You know, yeah. America needs a lot of praying for this time. But I appreciate you um, inviting me on, and it was, it was truly a blessing. It's a lot of word. It's like being at the feet of Jesus, you know. Amen, yes. So that's where, like, okay, here I'm listening to an apostle, and it's like you're at his feet, just, you know, just getting what you can. I'm not saying I, I got everything. I'd have to go back and listen to it later. But what I did get, um, I wrote some, I took some notes, and um and I almost played shy getting on because I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm not going to say the thing. <laughs> I'm glad you did. Me. I'm glad you That's said that. <laughs> I'm so glad you invited me on. Praise God. Yes. And, and glad you came. For, yeah. Yes. Awesome. To God be the glory. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Prophetess. God bless you. Um, I, I actually met Prophetess um, daily yesterday, um, and I, I'm so grateful. I'm so so grateful. I was I was sitting uh, no Thursday, which was yesterday. Well, okay, Thursday. Um, it, technically, it's now Saturday, but um, you know, I was you know talking to my husband about just wanting um, to have a deeper um, prophetic anointing because I find lately I am say, I'm, I'm saying things like places and dates and times and names and, you know, which is, you know, um, a stronger anointing, that, you know, than what I carried before. And, and I was, you know, just talking to him and I'm like, you know, I just want to, I want to be, you know, so deep in the, in, in, in the prophetic that, um, you know, I'm not off at all. And um, God used her. We've never met before. We've never spoken. I don't, don't, didn't know her. Glory to God. And God used her to send me a message that He was, um, that He is pleased, uh, you know, with, um, you know, with me. And I just, you know, I, I had to call her because. I was shocked that, you know, within the same, I think within the same hour that I was having the conversation with, you know, with with my husband that um, this lady out of nowhere sent me, you know, a, a message in, you know, pertaining to what I was, you know, talking to my husband about. So um, I'm glad, I'm, I'm grateful that you came on the line, and I pray that um, I will hear you, you know, as often as possible. Um, we, we are here nine times per week, so every single day we're on the line. Um, uh, do check our schedule so that you can um, know when we're on, and feel free to join us at any time. You are a true woman of God with a special anointing. Glory to God. You're like a Deborah. Glory to God. And I thank God um, for um, the the mantle, the anointing that he has placed upon you um, in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Um, Anyone else? Hello. 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 Hi, Pastor Maureen. Hi, Pastor Simmons. Man of God, good morning. Good morning. (laughs) Praise God. Well, you know, I thank God. I finally got to tap in. Thank God for that. Amen. And thank you for stirring up our pure minds. Yes. Um, 
I listen well for what I caught. I listen and um, in listening, what I realize is that we try to sectionalize the word of God. We take a bit here, we take a bit there, we take what pleases us or what makes us comfortable. But as you stated very strongly on the mind of Christ, and I truly have to search myself. So you have given me a lot to think about. You Amen. Have, um, you know, send me to search myself really of a fact. Um, you know, how am I behaving? Yeah. Um, is the mind of Christ being, um, you know, seen in me? Is there any question that one have to ask or the very moment I open my mouth or my action is seen? Is it the mind of Christ that they're seeing or is it me? Mm. So I, I thank you very much for the word that has gone forth and I do decree a blessing upon you um, and your family you know, just continue to be um, to stay strong in the Lord, who is your power and your might. And without a shadow of a doubt, I know that your branch will go very far throughout the earth. Amen. I stand in agreement. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Pastor Claudette. God bless you. Anyone else? Amen, amen, glory to God. Um, Just a reminder, later on at 12 noon, we have Noonday Inspiration, um, 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Um, We've got Noonday Inspiration and Prayer with Minister Monica Little. Amen, glory to God. Come on back in and um, have a grand time with us. Amen. Invite somebody to join in. Um, Sister Monica, she is, um, you know, a salvation preacher. If you know somebody who needs to be saved, invite them to come on the line um, at 12 noon. Amen. Um, Come on back on Sunday night. I have a message. Amen. I have a word that I will bring forth. Glory to God for your hearing. Glory to God. Let everyone who has an ear to hear, hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Amen. Um, Monday at 12 noon, Prophet Bob will be here with... um, the Prophet's Corner, Monday night at um, at 9 p.m. Um, um, I'm sorry, Minister LaShawna Burton will be here moderating, and our very own Elder June Malcolm will be bringing forth the teaching, amen, on the power of knowledge. She's finishing up the characteristics, the nature of God, amen. If you've missed these studies for the past year, one year, we started um, the first week, um, the first Monday in September last year, if you've missed any of the teaching, I believe out of the entire year, maybe one service, one or two services when I was in India was not recorded 
other than that, all the services are recorded. Amen. So, um, all, all the, the Bible studies. So, if you want to go back to the beginning of the, the Bible study, um, you know, go on to TalkShoe, our TalkShoe link. If you don't know how to find our TalkShoe link, go to our website, simplewordsministries.com. You will see um, the, the TalkShoe link right there. Just click on it. It will take you into our TalkShoe page, and then you can um, go, you know, um, go to whatever page um, you'll find the very first um, Monday night um, in September 2015, hallelujah, and you can start listening to all the Monday night teachings, um, you know, from from, um, then on. Um, I'm telling you, folks, we have been truly blessed over the um, the year. We have been um, tremendously blessed by God. We have been fed some good steak and lobster, amen, not tuna, all right, not a can of tuna. We've been fed some filet mignon. We've been we've been we've been fed the good and I, I don't eat red meat. Glory to God. So I'm not encouraging anybody to go eat red meat. I'm just telling you we've been fed some expensive expensive meal on a Monday night. Glory to God. So go back and listen to see um, to to get you know whatever you missed. Um, join us Tuesday night at 9 p.m. If you missed this, this past Tuesday and Wednesday, you missed our very first Jeremiah Generation the Children and Youth Conference, which was off the chain. It's on TalkShoe. Again, go to our website, simplewordsministries.com. Click on the TalkShoe link. You'll see it's, they, they are labeled. One of the things that I strive to do when I set up TalkShoe, I label um, each service so that, so that you know, you'll know what you're listening to. You'll see it's labeled um, First Jeremiah Generation Children and Youth Conference. It, all right? So you can listen to, um, to what the children did on a Tuesday and Wednesday night. Glory to God. Um, Wednesday morning, 7.14 a.m., standing in the Gap Intercessory Prayer Meeting. I love all the services here in Simple Words Ministry. Amen. But by far, Wednesday morning is my favorite. Amen. Wednesday morning. I love the prayer meeting on Wednesday morning. I encourage you to join us if you can. Amen. That's not recorded on talk show, so you can't listen on talk show. You have to be there. And on Wednesday morning, God gives me a a word, amen, every Wednesday morning, um, you know, for the past little while now, God gives me a word that I need to deposit, and I deposit it, and it's usually a right now word, so come and hear what it is that God is saying to us first thing, you can come at 8 o'clock, you've got to come at 714, because I do the word first, then we start prayer, amen, glory to God, um, then we come back Wednesday night at 9 9 p.m., glory to God, for our Wednesday night celebration and testimony service. Thursday night, we are reading the Bible. Amen. Glory to God. And last night, we finished Nehemiah. So we're going to start um, at es- with Esther um, next, um, next Thursday night. Glory to God. Um, next Friday night, uh, glory to God. I believe that is the first um, the first the first Friday of August, uh, Minister Katie Donalds is back. Amen. Glory to God. Or maybe I will switch her with, uh, with with Elder June since Elder June was supposed to speak tonight. Um, you, okay, on, on tomorrow or Sunday, I will see. I will see about a switcheroo. Glory to God. We give God praise. Um, so. Uh, 
Bro, we thank God. We thank God for what he's doing here in the ministry. Amen. Glory to God. Um, again, if you want to connect with us, go to our, you know, go to our website, or you can look for us on Facebook, um, Simple Words Prayer Ministry, or Simple Words Ministry, either one. Connect with us, you, and you will be kept abreast um, on you know our services. And if you want to be fed daily, daily by Dr. Raymond Finlater. Hallelujah. Join us on one of our Facebook page, Simple Words Ministry or Simple Words Prayer Ministry, and you will get a daily meal from Dr. Raymond Finlater. Glory to God. And there are others, glory to God, who are post- Wonderful stuff um, in our pages, and we thank God. We thank God for you know everyone who contributes to um, to to, the, to to our our ministry pages. Uh, glory to God. So on that note, we thank you. Um, our men's conference. I had I was going to put it off because we were supposed to be in Kenya um, week after next, but that trip has been pushed down. So. Short notice, but our men's conference will be um, the week of the fourth. Amen. September fourth. We gotta get. Last year, you know, we you know we were closing up tonight. Amen. Uh, we pushed it. Oh, we pushed it into September because of the, the the youth conference. But we're gonna do it. Amen. So I will get all the speakers together. Um, my husband already said yes. Doctor Finlater was already um, scheduled for the ninth. Amen. Glory to God. So we'll just fit the other speakers in and um, have our men's conference. Amen. Glory to God. So help me pray that um, we will get the right speakers. It's short notice, but you know what? Um, these are seasoned men, hallelujah, that, that are ready when the call comes. Amen. Glory to God. Uh, we give God thanks. We give God praise. Let us pray. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, we praise you, we glorify you, we thank you, O oh God. Father, I thank you for this night. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your tender mercies. I thank you, O oh God, that you brought us on the prayer line another night, O oh God. And God, you truly blessed us. Once more, O oh God, I ask for your blessing upon Dr. Finlater, O oh God. I ask for your blessing upon his wife, his children, O oh God. Hallelujah. His job, his finances, everything pertaining to him, O oh God. Lord God, I pray that you will keep your hands upon him in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father God, you told us, O oh God, that whatever we ask in the name of Jesus, it shall be done. Father, you said, if we abide in you and your words abide in us, O oh God, ask what we will and it shall be given. So God, tonight, hallelujah, O oh God, I thank you, Lord God, for answering my prayers, O oh God. I thank you, Lord God, for blessing Dr. Finlater, O oh God, in his going out and his coming in, O oh God. I thank you, Lord God, for providing for his every need, O oh God. Father, I lift up every person, O oh God, that's on the line tonight, O oh God. Those who came and had to leave, O oh God. Those who are still here, O oh God, on mute, O oh God. God, I ask, O oh God, hallelujah, for your blessings to be upon them, O oh God. God, I thank you for Sister Erica, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, as she strives, O oh God, to receive more and more and more of you, O oh God. Hallelujah. O oh God, continue. Continue, oh God, to help her, oh God, to grow in you, oh God. Bless her, oh God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I thank you, Lord God, for our newest friend, oh God. Hallelujah. Prophetess Colleen Daly, oh God. I'm asking, oh God, hallelujah, oh God, that you will continue to pour out your anointing upon her, oh God, in the name 
name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I'm asking, oh God, that you will continue to use her, oh God, for such a time as this, oh God, hallelujah. I thank you, oh God, hallelujah, that she's gone through the preparation process, oh God, and now is the time, oh God, for her to come forth, oh God. I thank you, oh God, for doors, oh God, that you're opening for her that cannot be closed in the name of Jesus. Lord God, bless her family, oh God. Keep your hands upon them in the name of Jesus. I thank you, oh God, for Pastor Claudette, oh God, hallelujah. I thank you for allowing her to be on the line with us tonight, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I am asking, oh God, that you will increase her, oh God. Bless her ministry, oh God. I pray, oh God, for Bishop Simmons, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I am asking, God, that you will enlarge their borders, their territories, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I'm asking, oh God, that you will open doors for them that no man can close in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I bless you, oh God. Hallelujah. I thank you for what you're doing, oh God, in change ministry, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, for their children, oh God. Lord God, even now, I thank you, oh God, for the new members that are coming, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Mighty God of Daniel, hallelujah. Oh God, even now, I thank you, Lord God, for Sister Dora, oh God, I thank you for bringing her on the line tonight, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I'm asking God that you will hallelujah keep your hands upon her, or your hands upon her sons, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, hallelujah, every person tonight, bless us, oh God, keep us, oh God. Father, as we get ready to depart from this line, I pray, God, that your presence, oh God, hallelujah, will not only stay on the line, oh God, but your presence will go with each and every one of us individually, oh God, to our individual homes, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, you see and you know every need, oh God, on this line. You see and you know the breakthroughs that are needed, oh God, and I thank you, Lord God, that it is so and it is done and it is now in the name of Jesus. Bless this ministry once more, oh God. I rededicate it to you, oh God. I reconsecrate it to you, oh God. Father, I pray in the only name that I know how, to the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And Father, because you said before we call you an answer, while we're yet speaking, you will hear, because you said it, and you said, oh God, that we should call upon you, and you will hear us, and you will answer us, and show us great and mighty things, God, because you said that, oh God, I know, Father, that you heard us tonight, oh God, that it's already done, oh God, the, the, the raven is already by the brook, oh God, and the brook is producing water, oh God, I thank you, Lord God, hallelujah, oh God, for your grace, your mercy, your faithfulness, and God, as we get ready to lay down, oh God, in sweet peace, oh God, oh God, hover over each and every one of us in Jesus' name, I pray, amen, glory to God, hallelujah, amen. glory to God, so saints of God, until we meet again tomorrow at 12 noon, amen, later on at 12 noon, may the good Lord bless and keep you, may he cause his face to shine upon you, may he be gracious unto you, may he lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you peace, I decree and I declare that no weapons that are formed against you shall prosper and any tongue that dares to rise up against you is already condemned. I decree and I declare that you're blessed in your coming, you're blessed in your going, and every day of your lives you experience the uncommon favor of God. Hallelujah. Now walk in your wealthy places, walk in power and authority. Know that greatness is embedded in your DNA and sleep with God's angels. Amen. Good night, everybody. Amen. God bless you, Sister Erica. God bless you.
Good night, everybody. Love you guys. Goodbye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.